back to game and compute i am going to try um to do a project this week um i don't know how many days i can do it i think i'm gonna start the planning today it's sunday may 7th 2023 um today would be as good a day as any to kind of start Start the plans rolling, rolling up. Um, so I want to do this project of, you know, um, shooting to make a hundred dollars a day in a non-scammy way. Um, I'm gonna fill you in more if you listen if you listen to the, you know, daily update. But you know, my car is out of commission or might be out of commission I don't really fully know honestly it might be fine but it might not be fine so you know I'm going to use the opportunity of being kind of stuck home for a little bit to be a little productive and hopefully um, you know, work on this, on this little, little project of, um, you know, seeing if I can make a hundred bucks a day. Um, now I've got a plan in place. I've talked about, um, different side hustles and such, um, before so this one isn't really any different and I do want to record the process um I don't know yet I mean I'm still kind of brainstorming but you know I don't know yet if this is going to work or if it's going to be easy something that everybody can duplicate I just want to try and do it because I need a distraction and I need a distraction that's productive like whenever I'm doing stuff that's hard like studying you know sometimes it's like I would much rather be doing something else and so I find myself getting distracted doing other stuff so I told myself you know why don't I why don't I take on a project that's short and sweet enough that when I do start slacking off from studying I can just delve into this project and um not feel so you know um Uh, like I got nothing out of the process of avoiding studying (laughs) like I'm not quite procrastinating Uh, I'll explain more um, but I am a little bit ill slightly 
um, I think ill is too strong of a word, even, I have a little bit of a bug, um, uh, and so, you know, I'm trying to practice self-care, you know, I had a couple nights where I didn't sleep too good on purpose, and, like, I, I just stayed up, you know, because I had too much C4 late in the afternoon before going to the gym the last two days. The last two days I went to the gym later, like, before dinner. So, um, at least I got it in as far as the exercise. And I've been feeling great for those reasons, like, good spirits and things the last couple of days. But, um, I don't want to just, like, sit around watching YouTube or Netflix. I'd rather actually participate in um, some type of project. And so, one thing that I'm interested in that I don't think is a good idea, because it seems like there might be some legal issues with it, but I think the, I think it's called domain squatting. So basically, this is the process of finding domains that, um, other people accidentally type in, um, and making some type of funnel, um, like, some type of maybe pay-per-click or some type of way of getting money, um, by, you know, having the site. So if I made a site called make100, make100dollars.com or something like that, say if that was the name of my site, that's kind of random, right? It's not like anything that is, um, something that everyone's going to type. But if you think about things trending right now or things that are um, topics that people might be typing in, uh, the example I saw somebody use was an example for ChatGPT. Um, I've, he- I've even heard people, like I'm not trying to make fun of them, but I've even heard people say um, ChatGTP, wait, ChatGTP. Now I can't remember which one it is. So GPT is the correct one. Um, but you could technically have a domain like chat G. I think the example they used was chat GB. B as in boy. GBT instead of GPT. Like P as in um, pot. <laughs> So, uh, you know, people might accidentally type that in, or GTP is something I heard somebody else say. Um, they were recording a whole video saying chat GTP, and I was like, oh, that's interesting, um, that they didn't maybe catch that, you know, but, um, I mean, everyone knows what they're talking about, like, there's not, like, it's not that big of a deal, you know, um, but, 
seeing people make uh, those types of sites or sites where it's like um so like if you look at the keyboard when you go to type something right um sorry my recorder my recorder shut off so when you look at the keyboard you know when you are gonna type something in um you know next to the letter p there might be like i or y or next to the letter you know t you have g or you know other other letters you know that someone could easily be typing quickly or just typing and just inaccurately type something and you know the chance of somebody landing on your site just organically from accidentally typing in something um would probably be a pretty high rate of traffic accidentally coming your way and so this guy says that you know adult you know entertainment sites tend to be the most searched and the, probably the less the less likely that there would be some kind of uh legal repercussions of copyright issues because a lot of those sites might not have some weird copyright issue um people do caution saying that you know it can be between a one thousand to ten thousand dollar fine for doing these types of domain squatting uh you know types of acts especially you know because you're basically um capitalizing on the fact that people incorrectly type things in or they incorrectly think that you know a domain is called something else uh a domain is called something that it's not called like like the examples i gave like somebody saying chat gpt which is the real site but then accidentally saying typing gbt or get or um gtp or something you know along those lines that would be a common mistake and you're basically collecting all that traffic onto your page and whatever's on your page is going to be organic traffic to your page and we've all seen these pages before right like when you go to type in something and it's wrong you know there's usually a page there there's something that's there and it usually has like three or four boxes that you can click and like those of us familiar with it we look at it and we're like this isn't what i was going for you automatically know that that signifies you typed in the wrong thing but somebody made that page somebody made that other page to capture the traffic that's accidentally going there because it's a popular search and so i guess if you can find one that doesn't have copyright issues if you can understand that and not get in trouble doing it it seems like it's technically a good idea because half the problem uh to be honest half the problem with making money online whether that's you know like things that things that people don't tell you right so i'm gonna tell you what half the problem is half the problem is getting traffic getting traffic uh traffic 
of an audience that's like, you know, um, interested in whatever the niche is of your website, right? So you can make a store that's very good and, you know, it can be an online store selling like the most popular item on the market right now. But if your domain name is weird and people don't know to search it because they don't know you exist, you know, like say, for example, I'm just going to make something up. Say, for example, there's a product on the market right now that got really, really popular. Say there's like a candle that some celebrity hyped it up, Tom Cruise or something, I don't know. And they found out that, hey, when I light this candle for an hour every day, my memory just suddenly improves, you know, like, significantly for the next, like, eight hours or whatever. Like, so many people would want this thing. And say it goes viral, and everyone's looking for them. They're out of stock everywhere. They're hard to get. Um, But say it becomes as popular as something like a fidget spinner or something like that. Like, you know, there's always, like, some item on the market that's, like really popular you know um even if it's temporarily popular but it's something really popular that um, everybody's kind of interested in buying right like if you if if this candle is like the most popular item on the market right now as popular as fidget spinners or beanie babies used to be or something like that if this candle is so popular and you have a domain name called bracelets-and-necklaces.com, nobody's going to know that you have access to this product and you can sell it. Like, say say you live across the street from a mom-and-pop shop that just happens to supply these things and you have access to a cheap version that you can resell online really easily but your domain name has nothing to do with these candles say they're called memory candles or whatever if you had the domain name memorycandles.com you'd probably be making bank just naturally because people would be searching memory candles if your memorycandles.com site ranked you would basically be you know getting all that traffic but say you know, it's memory candles, plural, with an S at the end. Um, say, you know, the guy who lives next door to you, um, or one street over, or whatever, let's just call it, the guy, the neighbor who lives next door to you decides that, you know, just, you guys aren't even talking, and they realize, too, that these memory candles are popular, and they also want to make money through an online store. Uh, through opening up an online store and getting sales that way. And so they open up their own separate website called memorycandle.com. Instead of plural, it's singular, memorycandle.com. Very similar domain name, right? People are probably going to organically come across both of your websites if if they both are ranking on Google. A lot of people are probably just going to Google search memory candles or memory candle and your sites are going to pop up. Hopefully if the SEO is done accurately, um, whoever made that site for, you know, bracelets and necklaces.com, even if they're selling, you know, the cheapest 
the cheapest memory candle with the fastest shipping, it's probably not going to go that well. Now, I'm not talking about paying for marketing or anything at this point. I'm just talking about how it looks for people to actually search for something. So the problem is, it's not that it's hard to make money online, but what a lot of these people online who try to tell you, okay, you can make, you know, buy my program and you can make, you know, all this money, you know, reselling items from China, like drop shipping them and all this stuff. It's not that drop shipping doesn't work. It's just that, you know, you have to have traffic coming to your site. It's just like if you had a brick and mortar store, you had a traditional store on the corner of, you know, Main Street and First or something, prime real estate, that's where all the traffic goes, but nobody knows what you sell because you don't have a sign out front, or you have a sign out front that says (laughs) bracelets and necklaces, and people, like, maybe that's not, like, a hot item and nobody wants it, or maybe you just don't have any sign and nobody knows what the heck you sell so they just never go in or maybe it just looks crappy on the outside it looks like a little ugly like worn down shack and people don't even know that you're open and operating so they don't even go in the door like there might be a lot of foot traffic that just passes you naturally right because you have problems with the appearance of the store or with the clarity of like what's going on inside the store people aren't just going to walk in but if your store looks nice on the outside you know it's a clear name of what you sell you know maybe there's displays in the window where people are like oh you sell these types of things and then people want these stupid memory candles and you just happen to have all kinds of candles and wax and all kinds of stuff like that you know people might actually hear by word of mouth hey there's a store on the corner of Main and first you know they sell candles you know and the whole area might know that you sell candles and might come to you even if you don't sell memory candles they might keep coming to you so that's organic traffic right it kind of works the same online um i mean there's so many factors to put into play here but it kind of works the same online you know like if your store if you have a store that's like back in the cut or a store that the name doesn't make any sense or it's not ranking on Google so so people can easily come across it when they Google search um or whatever like if your store isn't in front of people's eyes they're not going to come in unless they found out about it through some other way like how are they going to find out about you right and so, yes, you can make money drop shipping, but you have to figure out how to market that store. You have to figure out how to rank your store. You know, um, you have to get it in front of the eyes of people, you know, unless it's something that they can, you know, search and, you know, find something that's kind of trending lately that you can, you know, just, you know, like with the memory candle thing, it's like, you might have you might have a website that has nothing to do with memory candles, but you, you might say, you know, say your say your website is memorycandles.com and then the neighbor on the other side of you makes a website memory candles with two s's at the end, candles and then like ss, 
you know, at the end. So say there's someone who makes that site, memorycandles.com, but it has nothing to do with memory candles. Maybe they sell keyboards, but they know that memory candles are popular, and so they're going to get a lot of traffic coming to them. It might not be the traffic from the people who want what they're actually selling, but if it's something adjacent, you know, maybe it's different types of cups for memory candles or something, you know, um, and, you know, you're selling different types of cups, you know, it's like an accessory item, you're not selling any memory candles, but you have an item that's relevant, um, to that niche, right, so if all this makes sense, I mean, I, I hope it's not sounding even more convoluted and, like, unclear, but it's like, it's not that you can't make money online making an online store, it's not that you can't make money online these ways, it's just that once you do most of these types of tasks that most people say, like, make $1,300 a week, make, you know, you know, make this much in revenue and sales and all this kind of stuff, it's like, you can do it, but it's not always fast because you have to get the item in front of people's eyes for them to actually buy it. Now, things like marketing on Facebook or TikTok or Instagram and all these places, like, those are popular ways to get your item in front of a lot of people, your store in front of a lot of people's eyes so that they'll look at the advertisement and click on it and maybe buy it. Um, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of variables at play here. And so when it comes to, you know, trying to make money online, it's not that it's impossible, but you have to understand how it works, you know, and a lot of, a lot of times what I see happen, unfortunately, is there's a lot of people online that are like, I made, you know, $13,000 in a month, I made $2,000 in a week, and like, yeah, they say these things, but it's like, maybe it was a one-time thing, you know, maybe it's not sustainable, and they also don't, tell you how much money they put in a lot of the times they're not saying like yeah I made $13,000 this month but I spent you know 20000 and I and I didn't even break even you know that's not profit you know so you know they might not be honest about their expenses and things like that or you'll see people who do actually do the whole drop shipping steps and they're actually able to sell an item. Maybe it's a single item store, who knows, but they're able to sell an item. And things go well. And who knows if it's sustainable, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But there's a, often a lot of times information missing. I mean, I follow a lot of these types of website, a lot of these types of YouTube channels. Like, you know, they're kind of schemey, like the get, get rich quick kind of things. Where it's like, you don't have to put in any work. Just put a domain name up and slap in like a, you know, a Shopify, put it on the Shopify store and post a picture of an item and people are just going to, magically show up on your site's, you know, virtual doorstep and just be knocking at the door and buying all your stuff, 
and you're going to get rich that way. It's like, that's not usually how it happens unless you really have a product or a service that's that good. Um, I mean, the internet is often so saturated with so many different types of things that it's going to be hard to just, like, make money like that. Um, so be careful. Like, when you look at these types of sites that tell you, oh, I'm, you're going to make this much money so fast, you got to think about, okay, does this require me to have to get a lot of traffic? And that's kind of something about the, you know, domain squatting type of uh, area that it's like, well, you're kind of already getting traffic, you know. You're kind of already getting traffic because people are mistakenly typing in your your website, you know. And they're making mistakes and they're coming on your website and then they see your website and then there might be something on there that they might click. Um, so that's a whole different ball game from other types of sites where you actually have something that you do legitimately want to sell or whatever it may be. You know, even affiliate marketing, it's like affiliate marketing is not hard necessarily. I mean, if you know your target audience and you're out there like kind of like doing like the social media marketing, you know, and you're actually like, you know, I'm not saying like spamming people your affiliate links, but it's like sometimes that is a solution, you know, um, sometimes that does help people. And so, um, you know, squeeze pages are another way that people, uh, can make money. Um, I mean, there are a lot of ways you can make money online, but you know, you have to be diligent, you have to be able to, you know, test and retest and repeat and, you know, figure out a method that actually works for whatever it is you're trying to do. So definitely, you know, pay attention to a lot of those, like, get-rich-quick types of things about how much you can make per day or per month or per week. Pay attention to those, and when you watch them, ask yourself, okay, what is the process going to be like getting traffic to this site? That's the first question I would say you want to try to ask yourself. Because you can set up the nicest site on the face of the planet and not be able to market that site, you know, like... You have to know the skills to do the marketing or pay somebody to to do the marketing. It's not always free. You know, people want to be like, oh, I had no money and I made all this stuff work. It's like, really? Did you? You know, it's like you probably did something that had to do with SEO. You probably did something that had to do with ranking in Google. You probably had a lot of different backlinks and a whole bunch of other stuff going on, Um, you know, and a lot of these people are popular on YouTube, is like, you already have a YouTube following, so, you know, it might be some people from there, too, that are just, like, you know, like, it's, it's definitely a game, and, um, it's definitely possible, like, I'm not trying to, like, discourage people, it's just, I'm trying to provide a form of knowledge, um, 
and information to explain, you know, you can make money online, you can make money daily, but, you know, how to go about doing it isn't always the same as they say on all those get-rich-quick sites, you know, a lot of times they make it seem like, oh, you're gonna get rich quick, and it's like they just don't tell you any of those other details, it's like, if you have money for marketing, you can usually figure out how to how to make money, you know. But if you don't have money for marketing, you know, and you don't have any strategy for how to get people to your site, and you're just going to rely on them just, like, randomly showing up there, um, it's probably not going to be usually, like, an overnight thing unless you find some really super popular niche thing. Like, uh, yeah, so... Um, I mean, I don't know. I can't recommend people doing things like domain squatting, uh, because of the legal, potentially legal repercussions, but, um, it does seem like a low barrier to entry and maybe like potentially a faster process than having to wait to rank on Google or, you know, um, setting up a a pixel and, you know, tracking the progress and, you know, slowly, you know, putting out ads and things and fulfilling orders online, um, and building a whole store and all these other things. And I've talked about this on other episodes, but I think it's worth even briefly mentioning it on here is if you are drop shipping from China a lot of times you're going to have trouble with payment gateways um so Shopify doesn't necessarily easily support PayPal payments or Shopify payments um if you're getting products from China so basically you can find a product, say if you found, what was, what was I calling these magic candles or whatever, memory candles, say if memory candles was a product that in China they figured out how to make them, like usually retail on a shelf here in a store, usually it's 20 bucks at a store for one memory candle, but you can find them in China, they make them and sell them for 10 cents a candle. And with shipping, it's 90 cents or whatever, just making it an even dollar. So by the time you get one memory candle that you can sell for $20, you're basically getting the profit of $19. But consider other things. The time it takes to ship something from China, like 20-something days. The time it takes for your Shopify store to start making you pay a monthly fee of like almost $30 a month. It's about 30 to 60 days. The amount of money it's going to cost you to ship to your buyer. If you're in the U.S., let's say, I don't even know how much flat rate shipping is anymore. Um, let's say $15 Uh, this is a big item I guess $15 fly rate shipping let's just say that because it's kind of more even 
Um, so you're not actually making $19. You're making 19 minus 15. Um, you're making $4 per item every 20-something days. And then that $4 gets held in PayPal or uh, Shopify payments for 180-something days. Which is half of a year. That's like six months. So, it's not always possible to, you know, make money right away. Like, you could be on the way to scaling a business, or you could be making the money, but the money might not be available to you. And some of these online uh, payment centers and things, even if it's not a 180-day hold, like, some, like, some stores or whatever you might be using online you might not be able to cash out right away you might have to wait till the end of the week you might need to wait till a certain day of the month and side hustles are like that too you know some side hustles you can't just cash out every day it's like if i make 10 bucks a day delivering you know say i deliver five pizzas a day and make you know twenty dollars just doing that and that's all I do is deliver five pizzas a day so I can make 20 bucks you know um, it might not always be what I think like it's not it might not be such a predictable process you know like I can make the 20 bucks um but maybe it's not cash. Like, maybe it's through some app or something. I don't know. I'm, like, trying to make stuff off, up off the top of my head now. But, like, um, say I work for a pizza delivery app and have to deliver minimally five pizzas per day in my region. So I go pick them up from the store, go, you know, drop them off at somebody's house. And it's already paid through the app. And I get paid $20 at the end of the day. And that money sits in my, you know, account balance um, till maybe every Friday or maybe every other Friday or maybe the first Friday of the month or maybe the first of the month or maybe the 15th and the 30th of every month or whatever. Like a lot of these types of apps, you can make money right away, but it's like you want to be, you know, I try to be honest here. And it's like when you hear people say stuff like make this much money a day or make that much money in a week or whatever, it's like while you're making that while you still might be making that much money they might not be accounting for expenses they might not be accounting for how much time it actually takes you to get access to your money like if you make kindle like books on kindle ebooks on kindle not uh, only kindle but ebooks on amazon to sell i believe it takes 60 days to get your money and so it's like, yeah, you can be making 300 sales a month um, at a $10 profit per sale, you know, but you're not going to see that $3,000 like tomorrow, you know what I mean? Like it's going to take 60 days, you know, so things like that. It's like, because a lot of times what happens is people want to make the money right away and they get caught up in this whole project and it's like they don't know all these little back details 
But then strategically, YouTubers and other people don't want to tell you the back details. Because, you know, that's not good. That's not, you know, good clickbait, you know. If it's like the honest way to make this much money and then it's like, yeah, they'll be like, yeah, make $100 a day. But you put in like, you know, 30 hours to make $100. It's like, okay, you know. Like, that's not no money, but it's still, like, a lot of time, you know? Like, that's a lot of time to be spending, um, you know, um, yeah, you're making, what, like, three bucks an hour or something? Like, that's not a lot of money. Um, did I do that math right? I don't remember the number I said, sorry. (laughs) Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, if it takes you 30 hours, oh, there's not 30 hours in a day, I meant in a week, sorry, in a work week, in a work week, sorry, I don't know what I'm saying, if it takes you 30 hours to make 100 bucks, you know, that's not, that's not a good rate, (laughs) um, like, sorry, I didn't mean to say 30 hours a day, I meant to say 30 hours a week, because, like, most people work, you know, if you're full-time, you're going to be working 40 hours a week, um, so, like, if you take, like, an eight-hour work day, and it takes you, like, 20 hours, you know, in your eight out of your 24-hour day, if it takes you 20 hours to make $100, it's like, you know, is that really sustainable? You know, so, you know, I'm, I'm gonna figure out what I'm gonna do for this project. Um, I'm probably gonna do this, um, this real estate, um, shopper gig that does, um, calls for $5 a call. Now, again, I know this doesn't pay daily. Um, the money sits in an account until a certain day of the month when you can cash out. So, that's probably what I'm going to do. I might look more into the domain squatting type of stuff. But, I don't really know. Um, that sounds a little too risky. I mean, 10000 bucks is a lot of money to waste on, you know, some kind of legal situation where you're just trying to make a buck. Um, but, I mean, the sites exist, you know, the sites exist. I see them all the time. Um, when you type in something wrong, you've seen them too. You know, you've probably seen them too. It's just a site that looks like nobody really put in work to do to make it. And you're just like, okay, here's my thing. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to give it a whirl. Um, it's going to be kind of my relaxation. <laughs> this is how I relax. <laughs> um, not really, but it's going to be my healthy distraction, you know, um, because I'm going to be stuck in the house for a few days, um, and even if it's not for the car thing, you know, that I'm stuck in the house, it, it, I might have a cold, so I really don't want to go spreading it around, and I don't want to get worse, because I got to fly out to Vegas on Friday, so, um, I don't want to get to a point where I can't, like, comfortably, um, 
be in the airport and fly and like sit next to people and stuff like that like I'm not like looking forward to it by any means but um it'll be a good a good plan for me so yeah that's kind of what I'm gonna be getting up to I'll post on here this week of how the project's going who knows um it might be like a quick spurt of motivation and then I might run into so many barriers that I just don't care anymore and stop doing it or I might get too distracted or I might get really zoned into some aspect and then hit some road bumps and then get discouraged and stop working on it but I want to find out what's out there nowadays that people can do um, and I want to actually post very accurately about it, um, so that people know the details. Like, I've posted some before about, like, shopper gigs and stuff, um, and tried my best to give kind of more of the questions or the what-ifs and the the details that I had discovered about, like, what might not be the smoothest aspect of it. But I think that's what people usually are missing is because they want to know how to do these jobs. But it's like, you know, say if you need money by a certain time, you know, and somebody's like, oh, you can do this and make this much money. Like, I really want to start or contribute to providing content that's actually accurate. Um, I would say one of my role model one of my role models is definitely Beheza. I've always liked how he's shown his methods of doing things and people have proven that you can duplicate a lot of what he does and it actually works. Um, I think the one, the thing that I saw that was maybe the worst thing I've ever seen that he talked about um, and it wasn't the worst at the time that he talked about it, so I'm not blaming him for that, but, because I tried it and it worked, um, but the worst thing was probably that Steppin app, um, just because it was a Ponzi scheme, but that wasn't on him, he didn't, like, make the Ponzi scheme, he just got into it at a time when it was lucrative, and so did I, uh, but it wasn't sustainable, like, now I'm not making money on Steppin, but there was a time when I was making, like, quite a few bucks on there per day just from like jogging around walking around town um and it was easy because I was like well it kind of got me through my out got me outdoors got me warmed up and then from there it's like once you've already been walking for like 10 minutes or jogging around for like five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever you're not gonna stop there and just go home and you know lounge around you're probably gonna do more you're you're already out so like let's let's get the rest of this let's get the rest of the steps in you know so um that was mostly how I looked at things um was like you know because I'm very familiar with you know the scammy nature of clickbait and all that you know um I try not to buy into it, even though I feel like a channel like this one, uh, you know, a podcast like this one would do very well with using clickbait titles. <laughs> like, it's easy to do, you know, and when, and when people are faced with, you know, some kind of an economic solution that seems to be quick enough, 
you know, it's easy to just be like, oh, make this much money fast. And then people are like, yes, you know. And then they click on it and they watch the thing and it's like, oh, that's not really what I thought it was going to be, you know. So I'm interested, you know, I'm interested. But um, yeah, I, uh, I'll get back to you guys with what I come up with. Um, those are two of the things on my mind. I need to figure out a schedule of how to do at least the real estate one. I don't really feel too comfortable about the other one. I'm going to research the domain squatting. Um, because I don't really want to put money into anything, if that makes sense. Even if it is $10 for a domain for a year, it would still take you know, building a site, and so, I don't know, bros, but, it might just be what I need, um, you know, and it might be fun, so, yeah, guys, I, uh, I'll keep you posted, I'm gonna get off of here, because I don't really feel super great. I think I need to hydrate more. Uh, but otherwise, alright, stay tuned for the daily update. You'll be able to figure out why my voice is so raspy and some more details about my weird evening on May 6th, um, coming into Sunday, May 7th. Um, good times good times guys um but I'm in good spirits I feel rested you know I feel pretty good surprisingly um it's kind of been a while since I could kind of say that but I do feel pretty good and I think it's because I've been exercising more I have been resting even though I haven't really been sleeping as good like it hasn't been an accident that I haven't been sleeping good it's just because I took C4 late and it's a pre-workout and it's caffeinated it's a stimulant and it and it kind of wires me up pretty heavily so if I have it after even even if I have it at 12 I know it affects my sleep and I've had it like after like 2, 3, 4 o'clock twice in a row this week and or this weekend and then you know usually for me when I have caffeine I try to do it as early as possible like around 7.30, in the morning I try not to have caffeine you know past noon at all and so I knew that I was in for some problems with my sleep already so I'm just dealing with it it's not like I, I didn't sleep well because something else was going on I didn't sleep well because I had caffeine in my system uh and that's my own fault so uh, but I have been very well rested so like other than the sleep I've had a lot of good lounging time and things and relaxing so I kind of don't care if that makes sense but alright I'm gonna get on with my Sunday and Stay tuned, check out the uh, daily post if you're interested.
All right, well, man, daily segment, May 7, 2023, Sunday. Um, it's bright and shiny and sunny where I'm at. I had a good day yesterday on the 6th. Finally got out, got over to the gym. And then I had some weird car trouble. Um, You know, I was podcasting from just like some certain area down the street from the house before I got to the house. Um, like between the gym and the house pretty much and I basically um, I don't know what happened but um, the car was not operating properly (laughs) so I was ready to leave kind of backed out of the parking space and the car was kind of sputtering seeming like it was going to stall and when I put the car in drive um to go forward it was like like sputter 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 and not really accelerating as quickly as it should have and So I finally got it to sputter itself over into a parking spot to the left. So if that makes sense, like I was parked against a wall, like front of the car facing the wall in a parking spot, backed out to go forward. Uh, So I reversed and then went for, was going to go forward and then the car wasn't really driving properly. So I was able to get it to go, you know, to turn to the left and kind of like slowly, slowly, slowly was able to kind of like park it because I was like, well, I don't want it to stall in the middle of this area. In case I, in case I had to leave it for a while, I was like, I could probably leave the car here till like 10 p.m., 11, 12, maybe even overnight, honestly, Um, because other people park there and I don't really know too good like what exactly was going on um but I was parked I don't know if I was parked under a light or something like that um uh, but the only odd thing you know while I was podcasting is somebody you know there's a car that's always covered with a tarp and I think somebody lives in it or take stuff to and from it or whatever um and since I go to that area a lot there's always this lady you know riding around on a bike like doesn't really seem like she's specifically meeting anybody or doing anything she just kind of circles around the lot a little bit usually has like headphones in just kind of cruising around um she's usually there for like 30 minutes doing that and so I was parked next to that car. Um, I don't know if it's her car. I've seen somebody get in that car before, but I can't remember if it's her or maybe she, since she's there a lot, 
because I'm there a lot too, so I, I kind of recognize the people who kind of hang out near there, and, um, you know, I've seen her before, she's probably seen me before, but, like, we, we don't, like, talk or anything, and I was parked next to that car, there's kind of just, like, a little bit of a, like, um, you know how they put those little concrete islands with, like, there's, like, either, like, dirt or, like, little plants, like, between every few parking stalls, um, so there was one of those between me and that car, and, you know, she comes up on her bike, and she's, like, like, while my car was, before I had started it, before it showed, it showed that issue, um, you know, my car was facing that little wall, and the other car that's covered with the tarp is also facing that wall, and so she goes over there to the front of that car, like, she's, like, in the front of the, like, around the hood of that car, and it looks like she's doing something on her phone, I don't really know, but it was just kind of odd that she was, like, that close to my car, like, she was, like, closer to maybe like the driver's side headlight of of that car that was covered with a tarp which was probably like I don't know like three feet from my car and I was like this is weird because she kind of like stood there for a little bit and I don't know like I was recording I was like literally in the middle of recording so maybe she heard me and was like oh like was trying to, like, hear what I was saying, or was just confused, like, why am I sitting right next to her car, or whatever, and usually I have my headphones in, so it's, like, you know, people can hopefully see that, like, you know, I have earbuds in, like, with the wires and everything, and, like, so people probably think I'm on my phone or something, like, you know, so... I was just podcasting with the windows up like that, and uh, shortly after that, when I was done podcasting, that's when I went to reverse and, you know, try to leave and was having that weird issue, but I don't think there's anything she could have done. She didn't touch my car, and I don't know if there's such thing as, like, an app that can, like, mess up your car engine, but anyways, you know, I got the car kind of parked this was like near 6.30 p.m. or 6.20 p.m. or so, um, and so I contact AAA on my app, and, um, you know, they're like, it's gonna, the, you know, the, um, the driver's gonna be there, um, in, by 7.31 or p.m. or something, like 7.30, so I was like, eh, I don't live far, so if it starts taking way too long, I can always, like, walk down, you know, to the house, it's like about a half mile walk, and then, you know, get the other car that's in the driveway, if I need to, like, once the tow truck comes, and then drive down, and then guide them where to, you know, tow the car, um, to, but, um, if it's really gonna take that long, and somewhere along during this process, you know, I, I needed the restroom, 
because uh, I had just been coming from the gym and I had all this water and I had C4 in my system and, you know, that's not like the easiest combo to be just kind of like openly out in the middle of the city without uh, any kind of bathroom facilities anywhere nearby for hours and hours on end. Like usually it's like you're either going number one or going number two. So, you know, I parked the car well, the car's parked, I'm, I'm expecting to wait, like, an hour, so I'm, like, I'll just, you know, uh, set up for alerts, make sure my phone is turned, you know, with the volume on, so I can hear any phone ringing, and then I just parked, you know, I, I stayed parked, um, uh, used the restroom, you know, um, and, you know, I was expecting it to take an hour, maybe even two hours, because sometimes they screw up, you know, how long it's supposed to take, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, a driver's going to be there within 15 minutes, 10 minutes, or something like that, and, because I was just going to sit there and podcast, I was like, this sucks, but I'm like, whatever, like, I'm close to home, and you know, the car's parked, like, that's as much as I can really do, like, I'm not in the middle of the street, and so I kept trying to start the car, and it wouldn't really start, it was kind of doing that, like, whiny kind of noise, where it just, like, never really ignites and starts, um, I tried it a couple times, and it just wouldn't start, so I just left it alone, um, and the tow truck comes, and, you know, I'm looking at the AAA app, and it says, like, the the driver's four minutes away, like, probably, like, two highway, two highway streets over from the highway near where I'm at, and so I'm, like, I see a tow truck come in, but I'm, like, I don't know if this is the right truck, you know, but they come right, like, I wave to them when they turn off of the the highway into the lot where I'm parked, and, you know, they, like, basically, I wave to them, I think they see me, and then they come over near my car, like, with their big tow truck, you know, it's a flatbed, and, you know, the driver seemed to just come by, and then stayed for, like, two, three seconds, and then kind of starts driving off, and, you know, I was putting on my sweater, looking at this app, and it still said the driver was, like, far away, so I was kind of, like, well, not far, but, like, like, about a, about a mile away, so I was just kind of, like, and it still kept saying four minutes, four minutes, and I'm just kind of, like, what the heck, so I didn't know if that was the right driver, and then when he starts driving away, I'm thinking, oh, maybe he's doing something because he has to, like, turn around a certain way, and then I see him go towards, back towards the highway, like, he's driving in the lot back towards the highway, I'm like, oh, shoot, he's gonna leave, and then my app wasn't showing anything anymore, and I was like, damn it, (laughs) and so, um, I come over to him, and he, uh, you know, like, as I'm walking towards him, because he's parked near the, the sign, you know, there's those signs that tells you all the stores and the plaza and stuff, he's parked near that sign with the tow truck on, and, you know, trying to call me, and I'm just trying to take his call, and, you know, I see him 
you know, talking and I'm kind of waving. I'm like, like he's sitting there. He's not like moving anymore, but I thought he had left. I was like, damn it. Um, like maybe he didn't see me or maybe I didn't, uh, come say hi fast enough or whatever, but I was confused. I was looking at this app because it had a little bit inaccurate information. So I was like, well, maybe that's not the right truck. Maybe he just came over because I waved to him and maybe he's here for someone else. Like he could have easily been towing any other car, you know what I mean? So he comes, tows my, uh, he comes and is like, like, oh, like, you know, I was, I was asking if you needed, if you needed a tow and you didn't answer, you just like ignored me. And I was kind of like, oh, I didn't like hear you say anything. And I was looking at this app and it was getting really confusing because I was like, I see a tow truck literally right there. And like the app is saying that the truck is somewhere else. And so I'm kind of like, maybe, you know, like whatever, you know, um, and he's just like, yeah, that's why I try to like get your attention and all this stuff. And I was like, I literally like, what am I supposed to do? Like, you could have been here for anybody. And I was like, yeah, I, I saw you when you came in and I waved and, you know, I didn't know if if you were the one, um, it was just a little bit of a miscommunication kind of thing, um, but he got over it, it didn't seem to be an issue, and then he's like, does the car start, and I'm like, kind of, like, I don't really know, like, um, so I go, and I reverse the car, and, you know, it starts, and it reverses, and he puts the flatbed down, I'm able to drive the car up, he locks it in, you know, puts the bed up, you know, drives me home, drops me off, drops off the car, I'm I'm able to reverse the car, well, using neutral, I just reverse the car off the, off the bed, get it street side, I try to tip the guy, and he's like, nah, don't even worry about it, and like, he was off work, and, you know, he says that they shut off their, uh, devices and things at like 7 p.m. so that's kind of something good to know I feel like I learn so much every time I have car trouble but um yeah they said that they you know he said that he um um yeah like He kind of lets me, like, he ba- he basically just leaves, and that's the end of the situation. And then I'm able to just smoothly drive the car up into the driveway. And I'm like, okay, like, so then, you know, I turn it off and on quite a few times, and I'm like, there's no real issue. Like, it smells like there might be something um, heated up under the hood, but I haven't looked under there yet, and then, um, it might be spark plugs, that's the, that's, that's kind of what it seems like, because the car has been, like, when it's an idle, it has been a little rumbly, but it's been like that for a pretty long time, like, years, so <laughs> I don't really pay that much attention to it, and, like, so many people have looked at this car over, time that like I kind of just assume like okay it's had so many inspections somebody would have caught something like that um I mean the last time my car was in the shop was like January so it's only been like barely five months 
and there's already another issue now but it might have been a temporary issue it might not have been but I just don't think I'm going to be driving it um I don't really want to pay to get any more work done to it in all honesty um uh, we have another car here that I can technically use if I need one I just can't maybe leave all day long and stuff and I'm basically just gonna have to get on selling this car um and getting it out of my hands and you know I wasn't trying to get a car before getting the actual car I want to get but I might actually just end up just getting something that just runs and just being like screw it you know (laughs) Um, cause, you know, this car has had all kinds of issues going on. Um, I might consider a lease. It doesn't sound like a good idea financially, but at the same time, you know, I don't really want, um, I know which car I want. And so if I can't get the car I want, just buying it outright right now like now isn't the time that I wanted to buy it um I wanted to wait like two years so I might still just stick to my plan and wait a couple years and then in the meantime just lease something because I only go locally like if I had a lease I it would probably be in better condition and I'd probably be able to drive like to and from San Diego again every so often but I just I don't really feel it right now like I'm um I don't know like I'm uh, like, I don't know, I really have no idea, honestly, <laughs> and then, you know, so I got home, studied till late, till like 11.30 p.m., uh, started studying a little late, because I had to eat dinner a little late after showering, because I, um, you know, was doing the tow truck situation, and so I ate a little later than I had hoped to eat dinner and, you know, was watching Jewish matchmaking. Um, I like Indian matchmaking, uh, but I watched all of Jewish matchmaking over the course of this weekend. Because um, I was like, eh, it's a chill show and there's only like eight episodes. So I just watched it all. I finished the rest of it in between studying. Um, and I started noticing my stomach doing this weird, like, gurgling thing, which it's, like, every so often I'm, like, whatever, like, it's just gonna do what it's gonna do. And so I just assumed, um, you know, maybe it was the protein shake, maybe it was something else, I don't really know. Um, but like I've mentioned, I've had a little bit of a cough ever since the other day, um, and my sinuses have been a little bit out of whack too, and I was blaming it on, you know, somebody having burned something in the house that was, like, oil-based, and so I feel like it screws up my sinuses, um, but I also don't really know, And, yeah, this morning I was having some intestinal difficulties slightly. Like, I woke up and I was like, I definitely need the bathroom. And, you know, I kind of have, like, a... Like, my nose was feeling like, 
you know, a little feathery, but that's not out of the norm for me. But yeah, it was happening last night too, now that I think of it. And I don't know, maybe I contracted a little something at the gym the other day. Like, I haven't been that many places this week that involved other people, but like being around other people. But I'm trying to think of where I've been. Um, um, I mean, when I go to the beach, I'm not really, like, interacting with people. And I think I went to the coffee shop this week, but I think that was, like, Monday or something. I don't remember. Honestly, I might not have gone this week. I really don't remember. Oh, maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Uh, the days kind of start to blend together. But I think, I think Monday was the day I went to the coffee shop. Um... So I don't know, like, and last night, you know, I stayed up till like 2 a.m. or so, and then woke up before 7 a.m. Um, this morning, so I don't really know. Um, I think I got a little cold or something. I got some little bit of symptoms here, and... Yeah, I'm I'm going to try to rest as I uh I'm going to try to rest as I you know also try to study off and on. But I think I'm going to wait till like 1 p.m. to truly start studying. Like I studied a little bit this morning. It's like 9:24 a.m. right now. I studied a little bit earlier. Um but yeah, like a lot of weird, unexpected stuff happening. Um, I feel good, like good spirits, though. I feel like I'm good spirits, so at least I have that on my side. Like, I don't feel, like, too irritated or anything. Um, so I'm just going to chill and do my own thing today. I don't really have any other plans uh I'm just gonna you know do that and uh yeah so there's more to really say but um yeah I'm gonna have to take it easy with my plans like I wanted to hit my day pretty hard today but I'm also gonna be kinda stuck in the house so um, I don't know if I can really 
be going around town and I don't I don't want to be like going to the gym if I'm like a little bit sick and stuff it might just be a cold like I don't really know at first I thought last night it was something I'd had for dinner and I'd say yesterday my energy was pretty low to be honest um like even at the gym I was like man I feel kind of like tired considering that I had like quite a bit of C4 and I had rested all day I was still a little surprised that you know I didn't really get much of a pump and I was like man like when I was leaving I was like I actually feel kind of tired like I felt good that I exercised but I felt more tired than I usually feel after doing like 30 minutes of yoga and like maybe 40 minutes of like strength training and I still wasn't like very energetic and having caffeine in my system and having eaten and everything like it was just weird that I didn't feel that good but um yeah so I've definitely got a lot to do this week um so I don't really have much more than I could actually say, but, um, um, all right, so, Yeah, I mean, I need to study. I need to get this exam out of the way. But I also need to rest. I can't, I can't, like, run myself ragged. So. I'm going to rest till this afternoon. Study a little more. I still have all day today. Uh, Take a test Monday morning. See how that goes. Keep studying. Um, And hopefully knock this thing out by the end of the week I hope I don't get more sick though but I didn't sleep that good last night to be honest um the last two nights and so I don't want to push too hard and get myself kind of more ill so I might just honestly just take a little nap um but I don't know it's weird guys it's real weird um I'm not used to this <laughs> but um I guess I don't feel like the worst I've ever felt like I still have energy and feel like motivated and positive like I'm not like depressed or down or anything like that um, so I don't know, I don't know, maybe I got COVID again, I can't really tell, like, I, I really have no idea what's going on, um, but it's just weird, it's always like, you know, things come in groups, so it's like, you know, whenever there's some issue, there's always other issues surrounding it, and it's like, 
okay, like, I'm gonna be physically a little bit with a bug. I really don't feel that bad, though, but also because I haven't done anything, but I ate some oats. They seem to be staying down okay. I had some Pepto. Um, I've got a very mild headache, but I'm also not, like, fully hydrated, so I don't really know what's up with me, but, um, I mean, there's a store across the street, so I guess if worse comes to worse, I need to go grab, like, Gatorade or something, I can go do that. Um, I don't know, though, like, I feel like I don't feel, you know, knock on wood, I guess, but I feel like, I feel like I don't feel that bad, you know, like, um, I sound bad, I can tell my throat is weird, but it's kind of like whatever, like, I'm just mentioning it because I notice that it's, you know, a change that wasn't happening this time yesterday, and, you know, I don't even want to be, like, complaining about it, it's just, it's a mild annoyance just to add to the list of things I have to deal with for this week, um, this was not in the plans on my end, but, um, I might need to slow down, though, because I did spend the past couple nights, like, not sleeping good and staying up late, and I didn't eat, like, too healthy, um, I think I had McDonald's on, like, Thursday, and then, like, had some instant ramens a couple times this week, so, I probably just need to, like, lay low, um, but yeah, alright, so, with that, thank you for listening.